Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, this is episode 101 of the Distraction Pieces podcast, which is very exciting. And it's kind of got double intros um, because I needed to do this extra intro essentially to apologize for what you're about to hear. Um, after the huge jubilation of the 100th podcast with Dan Lesac, I went down a treat and got a huge reaction. Thank you all so much. I decided to kick the new, the next 100 off with one of our ever popular drunk casts with me, Chris and Stu. And we get very drunk and it gets very, very messy. Um, it ended up being four episodes. I'm going to spread them over uh, this week and next week. So I'm going to give you two today. Part one, you're listening to now. It went up at midnight. Part two is going to go up at midday. And then part three will go up next Tuesday into Wednesday at midnight. And then part four will be next uh, Wednesday at midday. So that's how it's going to work. I should stop this intro now because I give an intro. But we get really drunk in this one, really drunk. Uh, Yeah, there's going to be some stuff that's going to be quite offensive there's going to be all the bad language. The first one is probably actually quite together because we're a bit sober. The second one, a bit messy. The third and fourth, God, they're hideous. So yeah, look forward to that. I mean, uh, although we do get very drunk, the fourth episode has got my fav- possibly my favourite ending to any Distraction Pieces podcast to date. So um, yeah, there's that. You can look... F- I look forward to that. I'm going to stop introducing because I introduce it again in a minute. Before I go, though, do check out the new Tuesday Night Jaw and the new Say Why to Drugs. Uh, the new Say Why to Drugs, we, Dr. Susie Gage and I, are looking at tobacco. So the first episode was weed. The second episode has been tobacco. I think the next one is going to be alcohol. And then, yeah, I'm not sure if it's MDMA after that or ketamine. But, yeah, check them out. They're on the Distraction Pieces Network on iTunes and Acast and everywhere. But, anyway, on with the podcast. Um, yeah, we started, I was just eating a brownie then, an or, a chocolate orange orange brownie, and that's how I've started. I have to th- th- throw the beginning bit, don't I? Yeah. I feel like I'm drunk yeah. already. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 101 of the Distraction Pieces podcast, and we thought after 100 episodes of success and quality, we'd start the next 100 really low, so it's only, so we can only improve from there. Um. Obviously, last week we had the 100th episode with Mr. Dan Lassac due to popular demand, and that was great fun. But this week we've got one of our drunk casts. Um, always need to give a warning on these because it's me and Chris Glasson. Say hello, Chris. Hello. I, I asked you as you were having a swig of your beer then, intentionally. Um, and say hello. And we've got Stu Whiffin. How are uh, you doing, Stu? I'm good. Hello. He's got all professional this time, I should let you know. He's got a laptop out. He's like, he's, he's been watching the. the He's been watching the Joe Rogan experience. He's like, I should have a laptop. Um, um, yeah, so and we just get drunk and we discuss things that have happened either in the news or films or our lives or whatever else in the last month or two. Um, I should mention Speech Development Records. You can go there and check out all of the merch. You can support the podcast by going there and buying merch. I'll also mention while I'm here, um, my book tour is happening. I think by the time this one goes up all of the venues will be available um i'm kicking off the book to on my birthday at the leicester square theater with a live podcast with you guys as the audience and i'll be recording it and putting it out the next day and that's on august 3rd then on august 4th i'll be in bristol on august 5th i think i'll be in manchester on august 6th i'll be in edinburgh 
on August 8th I'll be in Glasgow on August 9th I'll be in Bristol did I say Bristol before yeah the first one was Birmingham not Bristol after Bristol it'll either be Cardiff or Brighton and then I'll be going to be ending it on the Friday in Stanford Lee Hope Stanford Library. Where, where are you going to do it? In the Stanford library? library, yeah. I went there today oh, to have wow. a good look at it, so that's going to be good fun. Um, but yeah, all that should be on my website or just on my Twitter or Facebook or whatever else. So get them tickets because there's some small venues. And I'm going to be recording the London, Edinburgh and Glasgow ones. Um, and all the rest, they're just going to be only in that moment. It'll be the people in the room that get to experience it, and that's that. And I'll be doing signings and all sorts of other stuff. So without further ado, let's start the podcast. And here we go. How, how are you guys doing, guys? Good. Very well, yeah. I'm joined really by good. Chris Glasson of Redshift Rebels and Word. Stuart Whiffin of Redshift Rebels and numerous other things, really. But Hello. How mm. are you both? Many a fiddle. I'm good. I'm, um, it's weird, isn't it? We, we did mention at the beginning of the second one of these we've done yeah. that uh, we went into it a bit more confident because we was all a little bit like startled meerkats in the first yeah. one, weren't we? yeah. We still uh, did no. five, so it was startled meerkats that got drunk and about, cocky and did yeah. five hours <laughs> yeah. of conversation. Yeah. Startled meerkats. I think it was cool. just the initial sort of ten minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I came in really heavy in the initial ten minutes, didn't I? Yeah. That's I was like, right. let's get drunk and have a chat. I was like, so, Paris. Yeah. Or, or things yeah, like that, yeah. just there was just that's heavy right. stuff in general. Yeah. It was a bit dark. Yeah. But um, they went de- they've gone down annoyingly well, if I'm honest. Um, they're some of the most popular podcasts. Not surprised at all, mate. We do. Um I did the, on the as I announced the last one. I did have one person respond saying, "I'd rather have uh, proper interviews, please, mate." Just <laughs> 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 like, all right, mate. Well, they're free. They're um, free. And oh, generally, when we do these, there's four or five of them, or three of them, or two. So we, you know, you're getting if the quality isn't there, the quantity makes up. Your dog is trying to open a door. I'm no, thinking, he's quite clever. That's impressive. <laughs> Sorry, we, I mean we've not mentioned we do these always in the within, which is a little. Bar you've built at the end of your yes. end of your garden, yeah, um, yeah. So here we are again. Any any highlights or any feedback from the last one, Chris or Stu? Yeah, I've got like you've you got very nice fans. I'd they're, say, yeah, they're, they're, good very, bunch, they're very they? polite. And um, even I know? mean, this is over a month after that, isn't it? It's, it's two yeah. months. Yeah, fact, I guess so. it's every yeah. two yeah. months. Yeah. And I saw a you getting a tweet like last week saying that someone was was driving somewhere in tears of laughter hearing your. Scampy fries stories, and <laughs> tales of Ang on yeah, the way back cool. from Birmingham. Um, spoiler alert: we've had another lizard's night in Birmingham, and Chris was drunk again. So we got some <laughs> we got some journey updates good. to come later on. So uh, yeah. keep an eye out for that one. But I've had uh, requests for like um, when we're sending stuff uh, Redshift <laughs> Rebels. I had um, different requests for and without pubes in yep. the uh, in the yep. in the garments again. Now, so. Let's not explain that any that further. As a feature, yeah, on the uh, shopping basket. Add-ons, flair, I've, um, upsell. I've not had any pubes. Uh, tweet me at all. No. Um, your your picture. I've got to say your Instagram. I don't picture. follow you on Twitter. Well, that, that's <laughs> fucking lovely, isn't it? <laughs> no, I follow a few because you've got a few different club profiles yeah, and that. Yeah. So I follow them, and then yeah. I realised the other day when you tweeted something, <laughs> I didn't follow you. It didn't that's come nice. up as an <laughs> His picture on Instagram does look a little bit. 
dodgy. I yeah. think, I think you should change that? it. It's like on a red background, and it looks like you're taking it at home on your computer. Oh, is, it, is, that's it, is it you in your pants? You dickhead. <laughs> you <laughs> actually took that. That's a proud, your penis. No. Yeah. I'd right, change it if I was you. <laughs> bit of yeah, a creepy looks, one. Looks, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's a favourite of mine. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, thanks. But yes, um, so what is your, is your, is your Twitter? At Stu Whiffin. Yeah. With no underscores or anything. No, S-T-U-W-H-I-F-F-E-N. Here we go. Well, we'll, I'm sure you'll get some tweets this time. And what's yours, Chris? At Redshift Redshift Rebels. Rebels. Yeah, I don't have a personal one. At Redshift Rebels. No, you shouldn't. Don't get a big head. Don't get all celebrity. Have a verified one. (laughs) Um, um, Where shall we start? Um, You know, we will get round to some MMA talk. That's always, always the divider. Put that like, the, like there's people who absolutely adore it when we're drunk and into MMA, and there's some that like I don't know what you're talking about. But on the last you know one, what? the full last hour was MMA, mm-hmm. and we've had loads of tweets saying I don't even know what MMA is, and I was listening all the way through because you're just drunk and yeah. ridiculous. It's so really weird. You you uh, you said that, and uh, <laughs> because what happened was yeah, you. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. What's going on? <laughs> It's weird. So what did we say? What, what happened is, she's just having a problem now all of a sudden. Oh, just, that threw me. Shut, Sorry, is, that was really is, weird. His daughter... I've flashed you my willy. His daughter came to the door, um, not Chris's a willy, and then there was a, some confusion. But let's continue on. We're not editing out your unprofessionalness. You, um, Stu Mangum's birthday party, a friend of ours, my friend Leon, uh, was DJing. <laughs> and oh, God, yeah, I DJed mm, at that. I didn't yeah. do very well. And uh, he did mention that. Mm. But, um, it was a rough he, night. He actually down, said, yeah. like, it's, it's good, it was a good night, but yeah. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't light up the dance floor. Career low. But he okay. said that he really enjoys listening to the podcast. He said, it's quite yeah. strange because he's our mate, but he's like, he's like, yeah, it's quite strange. I actually uh, go to bed and I put a little speaker under my pillow and it's, it's quite strange. Creepy. I get about 20 minutes a night. Before I, I dozed off, it's a bit creepy. Yeah. It's a bit odd, yeah. Yeah, it's not as creepy um, as um, having a bag of my beard hair or pubes next to your bed. A few two things from that night. Um, I lost signal as I was about to leave a comment on your Facebook page because you know Stu Stu Mangan, right? Yeah. He's, a, he's a mate of all of ours, mm-hmm. and there was a post that night as we all at the party. Stu saying bored and nothing on TV, so I've put on <laughs> a Coldplay concert, and I was going to leave a comment saying. Stu says he saw you couldn't make it to his uh, his birthday party. No, it's <laughs> just saying. And you were saying I put on this Coldplay concert, and to be honest, there was one song that was really yep. good and got and it, it got was, you. It was. You got best. really emotional. Like all of us, all of us at our friend's birthday party. You obviously couldn't make it because you were busy. And no, your update I, is I, sitting I, at home, bored, nothing no. to do. Literally five minutes up the road. Yeah, no, yeah. What, what it, what watching it was, Coldplay. <laughs> what it was is. My, my missus went out with her friends for a birthday, so I was at home, and uh, and it was the weekend that, if I remember rightly, UFC was on on the Sunday. Yep, that's right. And I remember thinking... Oh. It was daytime as well. It was yeah. like 3.30 start. And it was like, oh man, like I just there was no boxing, there was no UFC, and there was nothing on the telly. <laughs> and so I drank a bottle of wine, and then I just flicked over, and there was a Coldplay concert, and so I thought, oh, watch a bit of this. And I'm not a particular fan of Coldplay. I think it's it, it sounds like um, a sexual practice. Coldplay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. You heard from Mark recently? No, I, I've heard he's into Coldplay. Oh, right. He's gone really deep it's into Coldplay. He's gone down for Coldplay. Yeah. He's gone down for Coldplay, yeah. Anyway. No, that was it. That no, was it. You just watched a Coldplay Yeah, and just, it's just one of those things, right? No, sometimes when you're a little bit drunk, or more so when you're a little bit hungover, some things... 
you just get click a bit and resonate. overly emotional about things have, that aren't that. Have you seen the video of the dad who took his autistic kid to a Coldplay gig? I don't think I need to be seeing that. It is hilarious. It's not hilarious. No, it is, <laughs> it's, it's genuinely, it gets. Because I was telling that that same night because I'd watched it that week and it's genuinely a beautiful video because the kids connecting with a particular song and then the dads mm. sing like it is you can't watch mm. it even if you hate Coldplay you can't watch it and not yeah. kind of, of well up a little bit um, but they're good at writing emotional songs aren't they and a lot of people aren't into that I'm not into a lot of their work but they know how to write a yeah I'm not a song. I'm, I'm not but I do think that the, the yeah the yeah. the other highlight from that night for me was after my set me. Um, Chris and Tom Coles, who a lot of people have requested on the podcast, actually, because he makes all the music videos with me. He's directed from introduction onwards. He's either filmed or directed. So we're going to do that at some point. Um, we were coming in from outside. Why not bring Tom on the one that, that we do and then, um, just as we went into it, start bringing up our previous beef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Last time you done it, we was up a mountain. That's <laughs> absolutely true. Stu and Tom didn't used to get on. And the Stu, Tom... Me and my brother all climbed um, Snowden, and about halfway up, I decided to, to bring that up and go. So you two used to hate each other, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was good timing, um, but yeah, no. So we're coming in from outside, and the excitement on Chris's face. I was heading in. Tom had gone to the toilet. I decided to go to the toilet because I didn't want to walk in with Chris because the excitement <laughs> as he realised the Fresh Prince theme was playing. And he's like, "Wait, wait, wait! I'm gonna, I'm gonna time. I, 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 I don't want to." going until the next verse starts so he stood there pausing <laughs> and then just opens, uh, opens the door as the verse is coming starts through rapping <laughs> in West Philadelphia <laughs> started rapping everyone went crazy yeah but that I've, I do have that, that down that so. is how you perceived that journey home from Birmingham yeah, everyone yeah, went started crazy. rapping everyone yeah, went crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone went mild yeah but that was that was a career low for you really mate wasn't it let's I, I not say that, that about our mate's birthday who's probably <laughs> going to be listening to this <laughs> No. Oh, the last time you said career low, I moved on from it because I was like, let's, no. not, let's not go into that. Not so because it was our mate's DJing birthday. DJing at my mate's birthday was a career low. No, That's no, no. Just... It's just that because... What's he, wrong with he, you, Chris? No, listen. What's your problem? He, he, I'm so sorry, Stu. Stu was actually on, on Facebook sharing it, saying how much he liked listening to his mates. No, listen. Yeah. listen Great listen, listen to my I'm mates. I love the fact he went there and ate his buffet, wrapped at his gig and then fucked off moaned about it. Buffet was all right, actually. Happy birthday, career low. No, <laughs> what I mean by that is career Sorry, perfor- performance low. Stu's birthday was great, but Pip cleared the dance floor. No, like, all I will say is when I went on, not one person had danced, and I didn't change that. Consistent. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't make it worse, but I certainly didn't make it didn't better. Make it better. In many no. ways, I think when you came off, there was almost a look of relief when Leon went back on. Oh, there was, there was. I was a, I was a bit annoyed with Leon because... I'd been playing a lot of old school hip hop, which is what I'd been requested to play. And it was a family thing. So that's yep. not going to go down well. So Stu was enjoying it. I was enjoying it. We were all nodding our heads and enjoying it, but it's not a family thing, is it really? No. So I ended with that. I've got, I've, I've made this 12 a, a minute Prince mix, which is, is really good. And I put that on and a few people uh, genuinely, Chris is partly right in that. Although I didn't clear the dance floor, a lot of people did leave the room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, no, that's so, right. so they weren't dancing anyway, but they went into the buffet. Swings, um, all swings. But I put this Prince mix on, and people started to come in, and they were about to start dancing. 
And I said it's a 12 minute mix. That's warming up. No, no, a few people were starting to have a bit of a dance. It was, it was a 12 minute mix. And was that not an urgent sort of rush for the, the buffet queue? No, it's or, because no. I put prints on a not old school hip hop. But and as soon as it, it was three minutes into my 12 minute mix, and Leon just went, turned it off and put on <laughs> fucking yeah. Agadoo. Or yeah. or did everyone start dancing? Yeah, they did. Come everyone on. He put straight on. Genuinely. He put on some 90s bangers, and everyone was like, yeah. Yeah, they did go crazy for it. It's a fair play to him. He knows, he knows the market. But um, from that, just to say, right, yeah. although that wasn't the greatest, just quickly, experience. you're not going to diss his party anymore, are you? Yeah, Stu's party was lovely. Right. It was lovely to see Stu and his family. Mm-hmm. I was just purely talking about Pip's DJing. Mm-hmm. But counter to that, the last lizards at the book club that mm-hmm. we did, which I don't know when we'll talk about that. Yep. I think it was your best DJ set ever. I think it possibly was. Yeah. And I think it was because it was our... I reckon it was possibly our best uh, uh, Lizards at the book club ever. I think good. so. I, I agree. DJ Yoda was our surprise guest who we couldn't announce and he just absolutely tore it mm-hmm. up. And I think he with, made with, it... With a huge Prince mix to start. Yeah. Things, was that he your played, one? He was played almost every heard? Prince song. Yeah. And it, and it was amazing. He mixed them in like Brilliant. 20 seconds of each. Absolutely amazing. It was after Prince had died and we'll get around to that as well. Mm. But... um I genuinely think he he's the reason I had my best set ever because mm. I went after him, which people generally don't want to do because he's really good. But mm. he juggled between so many genres so well that it loosened up the crowd. Like, like really, like, yeah. like, you know, we've had it before where if we drift from hip hop or maybe R and B or whatever, people start to, to turn their nose up a bit. Mm. But because he had juggled from so many genres and kept mm. them happy, mm. that, that that when I went off off key mm. a bit they were still they were they were happy to go on that journey yeah. you know what I mean it yeah. made it easier but I mean if we're going to talk about that night we need to first talk about um, My Ponytail which everyone is really enjoying oh, at the moment wow. oh, let's man. just I'm going to bring it up bring it up bring it up so yeah I've 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 not been able to cut my hair for for months and months because of this 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 TV show I'm doing and at the book club I think was the first time I decided to pop out with a little uh, a little ponytail a little wiggly woo um and there was a lot of mocking. The The first post I saw on Facebook was oh. Stu posting a picture of S- Stephen Seagal, just saying, <laughs> Pip's here and we're ready to start the party. So Mate, that was nice. I got in the car and you knew it was coming as well. I did. And you were sat behind me as well. I just sat down. I was like, what the fuck's that? Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, the duration of the journey up there in between, obviously, taking a piss. Yeah. Was, I was Googling shit ponytails. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Seeing who come up, obviously cigar was right at the top. I had a a black a black button up shirt on as well, which is is very cigar. So completed that's your most cigarly look, actually. I'd say. Um, I'm comfortable with the look now. Had you seen it already? Yeah, because we'd shot what because he was wearing a a green a green hairband for the uh, music video, wasn't it? And um, and uh, I noticed it then. Actually, he pointed it out. He's, He's you know, you're not that self-conscious, really. And he was like, oh, I don't like my ponytail. I was like, thanks for giving that to me. Just gifting it to me. <laughs> so from that point onwards, probably it's, every five minutes. It's because I'm lazy. Because it's yeah. I've had to grow my hair. I don't want to get up every morning and style my hair. So I'll put it in a little ponytail. I'm now happy with it. You'll be pleased to know. Because oh, well. I've moved it higher. So it's not a top knot. But it's a bit higher on my neck. And the, the, the mistake I made was I had it right at the bottom, like proper cigar. It's, it's yeah. well observed. Yeah. Um, and now it's a bit higher. I feel a bit... Cooler and a, a bit more trendy. I, I've known it thought it looks worse higher. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah oh, I, I like it. Quite that to cooler and trendy. No. Yeah, cut it. Just cut it, mate. Cut it off. Yeah. Um, what other shit ponytails were there? 
Rod, the Rodney, Rodney, Rodney when he yeah, had that course, uh, attack yeah. for, oh, I was going to buy some ponytails for oh, us. That's right, yeah, 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 but I uh, got drunk, forgot. Yeah, the Rodney ponytail. Yeah, was the a Rodders, yeah. Um, who's got the best hairline out of us three? Should we... Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah definitely. You both yeah, receding, yeah. you probably, fucking pricks. Yeah. Shut the, the fuck up about my ponytail. <laughs> um, <laughs> we went before before we went I to like the book the club. You're, 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 j- j- just in case yours starts to go, you've got a bag of Chrissy's by the side of the bed, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of prick stick. And they've gone now, haven't they? You ain't got them next to your bed. Um, no, I haven't. I've moved them um, under my pillow. Um, we Before we went to the book club that night, we all went for some nice food at, is it called the the Blues Bar? Oh, man, Blues, Blues Bar, Bar and kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Sure, Ditch one. Oh, what do you think of that, Chris? Nice. Yeah, yeah. What do you I, think? I you enjoy it? it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought it was really... You I thought the so food was it? really I, nice. What about you, Pip? Uh, yeah, it was nice. It was really delicious. Chris? It's, Chris? You're going to have a... You're going to want... <laughs> you're going to tell everyone that I won't shut up about it. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, not no, even no, that. How did you find the food? I really liked it. Are you talking about the weight that I had before it? No, no. We got there and, oh, and right, we'd yeah. held things up a bit. So Chris was there for a bit before. Yeah, and like an hour before he, you. He commented before and how the food was nice. He also commented how the how the waitresses were very attractive. Again, yeah. not in an aggressive or crude way. way no, no, in a nice no. way. It's like, wow, there's some beautiful girls here. And we finish up and the girl comes to clear, clear our plate. First like, of all, she said to you, did, did you enjoy your food? Yeah, I said, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was delicious. And, and then me, and yeah. I went, yeah, it, was, it was really nice, thank you very much. And uh, Chris? And Chris? And went, oh, it's yeah, it's, it's yummy. <laughs> <laughs> yummy. Fuck. Fucking yummy. <laughs> Particularly when he's commented on the on the beautiful young ladies. Oh, no. And uh, that's that's a smooth guy weak, l- line if I've weak, ever heard one. Weak chat up game What's, there. How oh, was your good. food? Oh, it was yummy. I don't know, mm. just sometimes my brain will produce a word. And yummy. Sometimes not always, you know. Yummy, yummy, yes, yummy. Yummy. Yummy, 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 yummy. Oh, what was brilliant was literally the minute you said that we've we've all got a little note on our phones just to keep little notes of things that um <laughs> that we want to talk about in the podcast. And I think both me and Pip literally reach for our phones <laughs> immediately. Let's type yummy. What was ironic was. I had yummy, but already above that, I had shit ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, right under yummy on my list is ponytail, because I was like, right, I might as well put it on, because it's going to come up. Get it, get it um, out there, mate, get it out there. But, yeah. but you made me wait, you're whinging, thinking I was going to be late. I oh, will be there for seven, be, be there for seven, Chris, be there for seven. And I get there for seven, for ages, and you're sat in traffic, and I was I was in there just on my own. No, no, honestly, I'm... I'm oh, sorry, Chris, we should have done friends. a falling down, and just like... Right, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> storm through. Yeah. Um, so we've covered the best... The best li- uh, lizards ever. Um, I've got three things up next. Do we want to talk about some films? Okay. Do we want to talk about uh, the No Wimpers video, which you've touched upon, yeah. which we've filmed since then? Or do we want to talk about S- Secret Cinema, which you've been to well, since then, which you're kind of allowed to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm easy. I, whatever. Oh, which one, Chris? Pick one. I shouldn't have given options. This is a really no, boring no section cares. of the podcast right. uh, now. No whimpers. We're doing no whimpers. Yes. And we... So, since the last podcast, I've I've written a new song and released a video. Yep. And you helped make it with me. And yep, yep, uh, yep. we did it all. I wrote it on, like, I think it was the Sunday and released the video the next Monday. Yep. Uh, I recorded it on the Monday or Tuesday. And then we planned the, uh, planned the video. We shot it on the Friday. Mm-hmm. But on the Thursday was when we did the drive run through Grand Admiral Little Ponytail, which is also when Prince died. So let's touch on that while we're here. That was uh, uh, my crazy. Birthday. on your birthday. Yeah, of course it was. Mm. What Damn. did you wish for when you blew the candles yeah, out? Yeah, man. I wish you heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Um, thanks, guys. No, <laughs> let's talk about. <laughs> let, let... <laughs> 
Um, no, yeah, that was that was mad, wasn't it? No, we, Prince is my favourite. Yeah, let's let's, let's talk yeah. about Prince. He's all my right. favourite artist of all time. Yeah, um, absolutely adore him. And it kind of came out of nowhere. I talked about it on an extra podcast I did, and it's a weird one because I don't, I don't know. It's a, I, I genuinely, and this was a nice test because I fucking adore Prince, but I genuinely don't get sad about death anymore because it is inevitable. And with mm. someone like Prince, man, there's a lot of great material out there to enjoy. And the beautiful yeah. thing with someone like Prince Dunn as well is the human reaction to death. Obviously, I don't mm. like death, but I adore the human reaction to death because that week seeing, what's her name, um, the singer Jennifer Hudson, um, who's in the, the Colour Purple stage show, mm-hmm. and they ended their show that night and did an a cappella version of Purple Rain with wow. all of the all of the singer. It was fucking amazing and absolutely beautiful. And then there was, in in in, in Minneapolis... There was just the whole square was full yeah. of people. They just played Prince all yeah. night and people singing and things like that. Just genuinely, we're talking about tearing up over stuff. Did you see the, that uh, gets me in pieces, yeah. but but happy tears. Genuinely, like this is beautiful seeing the human reaction to 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 paying their respects to someone. Yeah, it was good. A it was good to see. Normally, I don't know. We've talked about this, I think, on previous podcasts when people sort of like oh. saying, "Don't forget about me." Yeah, um, but I, it was cool to see a lot of the different posts that people yeah. had done and. Um, even some like rare sort of stuff that Prince had done that I'd not seen, like yeah. him just like warming up before gigs, yeah. uh, in stadiums and stuff. That that yeah. was the one that I ended up sharing because yeah. I just and it was that was lovely. And yeah, he, he lived a fulfilled life, didn't he? he was, he's, he's touched it yeah. most people. Thirty, I think, thirty nine albums in a thirty seven year career. That's right. So again, everyone who's saying it's a shame he had so much more to give, it's like be thankful for what you got. <laughs> and again, most of us <clears> haven't got those <clears> those. The, 39 albums, anyone releasing that much, it's mm. up and down taste-wise, you know. He's, um, I can honestly say, like, I, you know, when, when, when famous people die, you do sort of get caught up in it a little bit because of the, you know, the hysteria in the press mm. and on social media and stuff. But I never really get particularly affected by it. No, and, and, and I've got to be honest, when MCA died, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, man, like, that's, I was, like, really sad. He was my favourite Beastie Boy. When um, me and my mates used to pretend to be Beastie Boys, I'd, I'd be yeah. MCA. And, and, the I, best voice. and I felt the same when Prince died, because I think they're two sets of artists, and as it's well documented, I'm old, right? So yeah. I'm 43 mm. years of age. Well, I, when, I, they, when in, uh, MCA died? Right. Now, what I'm saying is, <laughs> when I, uh, when I growing up in the 80s, yeah. I caught the Beasties when they were front-page news. Yeah. And I called Prince when Purple Rain and, uh, you know, yeah, everything dropped. <clears throat> and I uh, spent a lot of time watching her coming out of the water in Purple Rain. Yeah. Like, uh, you <laughs> Damn know, right. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. But what Did my point is, on. sorry, to, but to this day now, up and all the way through being a DJ and whatnot, whenever either of them artists, whether it be the Beasties or Prince, put music out, it was still vital and it was still interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and I can say the same about Bowie. Um, but, yeah, that, that's why I think it affected me because I just think, yeah, my life's been soundtracked by yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And, uh, so, yeah, it was really, really sad. Uh, but, again, it gives you an artistic licence if you want to play 10 print songs in a club now. Yeah. And one yeah. night you can. Yeah, yeah. So, there was a bunch of scratch DJs all click, click their knuckles together and went, finally, I can yep. play that. Yep. Many yeah. Weeks. It's time to go in there. So let's, let's, let's it, did any of you catch Prince live at all? Uh, no, no, I didn't know. Did, uh, yeah. Just, uh, no. It's the, I've seen a, a lot of people live and the weird thing was 
with Prince is he never felt, it's going to sound stupid, but he never felt like a human, if that makes sense, which sounds stupid. The best people I've seen, is like when they walk out on stage, it's that excitement, but it's still some blokes and some guitars. And when he finally appeared, it was like this fucking creature coming out. Majestic. Like right? just this, this alien thing just coming out and gracing us with his presence. It was like, I've, 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 I've felt like that the first time I saw Morrissey. Yeah. Like, just, just like, and it, they, they're just, there's rock stars and, you know, but there's people that <clears throat> you know very little about. Yeah. And, and I think Prince was one of those and I think Morrissey's one of those. Yeah. It's like, yeah, shrouded in, you know, who, who are they? Don't really know too much about them. Yeah. I think like, yeah. So, favourite Prince song? Um, I played you, are you my favourite on the, on yeah, the drive to Progress called? the other day. Let's talk about Progress in a minute. Um, Darling Nicky had not heard it before. Oh, right, no, I hadn't. Yes, I love it. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a highlight from Purple yeah. Rain for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's right dirty and all, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters have covered that. Have they? Yeah, yeah. Never heard that. And did you, What's did your favourite? Um, it's one called 17 Days, mm-hmm. uh, which I really like. Um, yeah. and, and, I, and I really like I Wish You Heaven. Yeah, I, I love that. Dorothy Parker's another one f- mm. for me that I just absolutely adore. Mm. I just think it's a fucking banger. Um, yeah. Did you see the boss doing Purple Rain? That, that, yeah, I thought that I was did. pretty. Uh, I'm, pretty I have not it's, seen that. It's really good because mm. I've always like S- S- Springsteen is one I rant about online a lot, mm. and say people don't realise that he's just mm. amazing. And one of the ways I've won people over over the years is saying that Prince always says that Bruce was the best uh, living performer. Like, have you like, seen the boss? along with him huh? have you seen the boss yeah 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 and, he's, wow. and he is he's just amazing life he's just mm. absolutely it's next, it's next level um, he'll play for hours and just be charismatic again really similar to Prince to be charismatic yeah. can do a cover just at the drop of a hat his yeah. band are that good and that tight he'll go let's, let's do this yeah and yeah absolutely fantastic um, but we did the No Wimpers music video oh, let's God, talk about right. it a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. Um, so we kind of planned it and I met up with you and Gemma Stoddard and Tom Coles mm-hmm. in Nando's. Mm-hmm. We had a little chat and plan. And I had an idea mm-hmm. for the video. And I wanted to do it as a one shot. But I wanted to do some slow motion in there with dancers. And, and Gemma's a choreographer and a dancer. Um, and I was saying the way it was hard to explain in Nando's. I had to send a track. But so the section that I wanted them to dance. Because I, I wanted it as a one shot. I didn't want mm-hmm. any edits or cuts. So the section that I wanted them to be in slow motion, I made an MP3 where that bit was at double speed. Yeah. So when we got to that, the dancers would have to dance to it and then we'd slow it down and it'd all be this weird yeah. s- slow motion bit. Um, And I was just blown away by the dancers, for starter, who heard the song for the first time, what, two hours before we recorded the video? About that, mate, yeah. About that. Couldn't and Gemma that. had heard it a day before mm-hmm. or a day or two before and started to plan it. And she had an hour with them really to really yeah. choreograph it and get it going and then going over there and setting it up and having some run throughs and I thought they were absolutely amazing yeah man the dancers were awesome and um, like we've both said after that um, Gemma just watching Gemma sort of get them into that into that zone genuinely amazed her telling them a story teach like, almost like Telling exactly them how that. to imagine what they'd be feeling through this song was awesome to see yeah. your friend sort of like be on top of their so, game like that it was good. so the choreograph bit was all distinct and specific to the lyrics that are in that song and it was yeah that was amazing to see her talking through that and saying imagine this bit is where you've just you want them to just fuck off or you you know you're pushing them away and all this kind of thing and yeah I thought that's fantastic but another highlight of it was our expensive camera rig 
Which again, people ask yeah. us about a low budget or no budget videos, and this one was a no budget one. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I spent a tenner on that rig. Yeah, um, and you didn't and even have to. Wasn't that, a cha- wasn't that a charitable? Oh no, a charitable mm-hmm. donation. But but yeah, and and so we because we wanted it as a tracking shot, and it's expensive to get either um, put tracks down yeah. and have a a, 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 do- a wheelie thing, yeah, yeah. Um, or just all sorts of other options. So we rented a wheelchair for ten pounds from the British Red Cross. I said my uncle was coming down, and he's he needs a wheelchair. I lied to him. I didn't want to say oh, we need it for a music video because. Else know, we're still yeah. donating it. It's fair. They had loads yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and we just uh, you and me taped a load of of torches. Yeah, to it. yeah. We t- taped up about five or six, didn't we? To the LED ones. Yeah. And then just blasted yeah, it. It looked, it looked and, great. It looked really good. And to be fair, Tom Tom complained more than anyone else, and Tom just had to sit in a chair all night. Tom was whinging throughout the night. About he was having a right moment. Being time. cold, basically, and I was having <laughs> to push him around a wheelchair all night long. Um, so I didn't think he had any right to complain about that. No right at all. But it was it turned out good, and the reaction online was ridiculous as ever. Just people saying the loveliest things and going nuts for it, which is absolutely yeah, it was adorable. cool. And um, actually, at the end of that, I forgot. I didn't realise you'd edited that bit. Yes, in. that extra bit at the end. So basically, the last the last shot is uh, Pip just walking off into the darkness, but the Far direction the he was actually going was actually towards a motorway and me and Tom are sat there and it's it's raining and we're cold and we're just being like miserable gits and um and I said um I let's just just keep on going keep on walking into the motorway yeah. let's not tell and, him and just he'll keep walking into yeah, the motorway it, so yeah. I left that in as the secret ending <laughs> of you being horrible to yeah, me um shall we talk about some movies go for it well there's a lot um let's start with civil war Captain yeah, America wow, yeah. Civil War I thought it was fantastic yeah it's one of my faves I reckon um, they absolutely n- n- nailed it Marvel uh, yeah just an amazing Marvel film it's possibly my favourite of the Marvel films now. yeah I reckon so because obviously um, there's ones like Dead I oh, know Guardians actually probably just pips it but it's close but it was great right yeah. it's just a, a superhero movie exactly how you need I it think they how you want it, it. Yeah, um, it's a humor. I think how they did uh, Spider Man, a lot of people spoke about that, but I can't help doing that. You know, that's that was my original favorite superhero. Spider Man was great. And, yeah, uh, they've smashed it. You know, I've always gone on about how much I loved Andrew Garfield. Yeah, you uh, do bo- go on about that I'm a lot. Bored you about it a lot, yeah. haven't I? Um, but yeah, I mean that that Tom Holland is Tom Holland. Is that right? Tom, yeah, Tom Holland. No, yeah, Hollander? probably no, Tom not Hollander because Tom Hollander is in. Oh, right, in taboo with me. Yeah, with you. Tom um, Holland, probably. Yeah. yeah, oh man, he smashed it. I thought it was really funny. I thought they cast him really good. And yeah, everything about it funny, good action, pucker. Yeah, I loved it. So, again, we're mixing this up. I'm getting the film bits in now, and then we'll get onto the story of you trapped in a lift later. We'll get onto a lot of different <laughs> oh, stories sure, yeah. later. Um, Apocalypse, X Men Apocalypse. What did you think, Chris? Didn't like it, mate. You didn't like no, it? Didn't what like at all? It, mate. I really um, enjoyed it. I thought the oh, so I, really I thought the it, opening titles yeah, yeah. were the worst opening titles of any Marvel film. They just looked like a TV show. Oh they no, were totally, really cheap totally. At that point, that, because even the, the, the bit before that I thought was okay. Yeah, the very first opening scene I thought it was all right, and then those opening titles, the CGI in it was it was bad. It was crap. It yeah. felt like really old Bond type thing of like just weird stupid yeah I didn't like no it no Bond movie but has ever been that bad I really enjoyed the film I thought yeah. it was great I liked yeah it kept me entertained I didn't the problem I had was people online going it's not as good as Civil War or it's not as good as Deadpool and mm. I hate that because like it's not as good as D- D- Deadpool for example Deadpool was brilliant 
Deadpool's not as good as blowjobs. But why are we comparing these things? Yeah. They still yeah, exist yeah. and there's yeah. different, there's comparisons. So it's, it's, yeah. I've never liked yeah. that. It's not as good as this. That doesn't mean it's shit. Yeah. Deadpool no, is still true. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. No, I, I, see, I see where you're coming from on that, but I didn't, I, I, I generally wasn't, I didn't uh, enjoy it all the way through. What did you through. like about it? Um, I didn't find the plot very engaging. I mm. felt like Apocalypse just w- went around recruiting people, like yeah. average mutants as well, that, you know, I, weren't that, that worthy of it. Um, I didn't, I just, I, the action sequences didn't really set me off. And I thought a lot of the costumes, even towards the end, after we thought they'd sort of improved them, mm. I still thought they looked a bit Fisher Price, really. Mate. Really, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, 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 that's surprising. I was, I was expecting gutted. us to both be quite no, hyped, right? Because so again, it's got a bit of stick. It's got a bit yeah, of stick. No. So I think similar to Batman versus mm. Superman, which I don't think we've discussed on this, have we? No, but that's the, that's, that. the, that's the perfect thing. Is that you know there, there was a bit of hate for Apocalypse, and there's been a bit of hate for Batman versus Superman. But like you said, when you came out of Apocalypse, you said you enjoyed it. Yeah, I had that with Batman versus Superman. There's problems yeah. with it, you know. Um, but in Apocalypse, I just didn't really engage with any of the characters. I just thought it was like a boss battle. It was a build-up to a boss battle, yeah. which was lame. And reading the, you know, reading the old comics and that, and uh, Apocalypse as a villain, a he's beast. a big villain. Yeah. And they sort of like they've done and dealt with him in in one one like movie rubbish as well. The Age of Apocalypse yeah, comics. Great. I've always tried to get you to uh, read that. Yeah. How Apocalypse goes out at the end of that is just it's one massive. of the most epic ways of doing someone over. Yeah. And they're not taking advantage of that license and doing that, even yeah, if it wasn't. Kind of sucks. In, yeah, it's just yeah, it's true. Um, I did. I had a, a one of our sponsors. A, a recently was was Dark Bunny Tees. Um, Oh no, it wasn't even for, for that one actually. It was Dark Bunny Tees, who are great sponsors. They do good film t shirts, which you've seen. In fact, I gave you one the other day, a little, I had a spare. I've got one of your tees now. He stole one. Yeah, but they're really good t shirts. I recommend them. But no, it was when I did the Odeon was sponsoring. Mm. Um, their thing was review a film in one tweet. Mm. And that's how you win. Uh, we did. I thought it was really good. We did a giveaway of, of these um, unlimited cards, which you can just see as many films as you want. Um, in yeah. a year it's amazing um, and we did the giveaway and the person who won that their tweet said um, Batman versus Superman not as good as we all hoped if you disagree I'll fight you then in brackets but tell me your mum's name <laughs> which was good because that so was the good. big issue of the yeah. big the, they finally come together and they fight and the thing that stops them fighting is him saying your, his mum's name your mum's your mum's Margaret as well yeah. oh let's not fight and yeah. that to me was just how how does that happen? How does how do people with all, all these execs and people reading these scripts don't Why go? Why did you say that? What did you say? What oh, did got, you say? We got to say mum's name. Oh, it's all cool. It's all good. It just wouldn't it just wouldn't go down like that. And what I thought was weird about it was how I think how I thought he built the opposition. Yeah. And let them to come to blows. Up to that point, I thought it was pretty good. Like yeah. Lex Luthor. He was clever. He was was, was cunning. I didn't yeah. like how he looked. Yeah. No. No. And, and parts of that. Right. But actually, how he got to the point of blowing him up with a dude in the wheelchair. Yes. Well, that was really cool. Um, and then yeah, that was a bit, and then the ending as well. They just crammed in quite a lot. Yeah. But, I said, but having said all of that, I'm happy with it. I'm glad they've got the the, the DC universe on the go. Can't yeah. wait for Suicide Squad. I'm too excited about that. I'm yeah, setting I myself up be. for a fall. I think all the casting is fantastic. Yeah, yeah um, I just hope it is. Um, I heard that 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 Comic Con this year was cancelled and turned into. 
a Harley Quinn cosplay convention. I bet just everyone, because everyone already online is yeah, all yeah. wet. The film isn't even out yet, yeah, yeah. and everyone is doing the, that new Harley Quinn yeah, outfit yeah, and all that. Yeah. So that might get tiresome. Well, that's a, but yeah, but do you know what? It's that's a fucking that's, good look. Do you know what? It's tight. It only gets tiresome because of how well they've done it. Mm. You know, that's one of those things where people are like, oh, I don't, I don't like it. Why? Because it's so popular. Because it actually yeah. is. They've nailed, they've, they've nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, two more films I want to talk about. This is kind of boring for Stuart. Like, have you seen any films recently? Yeah. Um, have you seen? What's good? Do you know what? I've actually been more into TV, but right. let's talk about it when you finish doing your films. All right, we'll get then, on yeah? to TV. I'm yeah. up for that, because I've finished filming on Taboo now, so well, we, I'm waiting yeah. for that to come out. So that's, oh, oh, we need to get yeah. onto TV because of Preacher as well. Exciting. Oh! But um, two more films. One is Nina Forever. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've, I've recommended this on the podcast for a while now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was tweeting yeah. about it a lot, when, yeah. a lot when it came out. And as we've yeah. established, um, Chris th- doesn't pay attention to any of my professional output, only no, only no, to no, our no. personal. So yeah, he yeah. texts me the other day saying, "Have you seen this film, Nina yeah. Forever?" I was like, "Cheers for following me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> when it came out and banging on about it." But um, it's really good, right? Ah, oh, dude, it it's got awesome. one of our songs in it, which. Yeah, yeah, which I heard, which I mentioned to you. I said, like, oh, yeah, dude, you said this film, they got one of your songs in it, and it is, it's totally awesome, and you'd love this movie. As if, if I wouldn't have known, it. as if we wouldn't have had to clear it to have a song in it. It's, it's like, like, oh, it's really weird, they put one of your songs in <laughs> Listen, it. Oh, really? <laughs> this is how these things go. <laughs> they have to ask us. I was like, oh, all right. And I was, I was so, uh, yeah, I absolutely loved it. You I know thought- what? I was pleasantly surprised by it because we'd cleared it. I also helped them get um, an Amanda Palmer song cleared. Which is in a really good scene and is great. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really know that much of the guys who who were making it, and I'd heard it was all What's right. It it's 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 a it's a modern it's a fairy fucked tale. up fairy tale, a fucked up fairy tale, and it's a horror. But honestly, I mean, the lead girl, I just thought was one of the most engaging people I've ever seen on so screen. Good, just yeah. something about her, I was just like, I can't look away from this girl. It's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, it's really weird. It's a it's basically about. I mean, you can see from the front cover, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's an ex-girlfriend comes back yeah, to life, yeah, yeah. but is dead kind of thing. And whenever he tries to, the guy who lost his girlfriend, whenever he tries to um, be intimate with his new partner, um, the... That's posh for fucking. Fucking. Whenever he tries to fucking, do yeah. the wild thing, uh, the, the ex <laughs> appears in the bed all bloody yeah. and like... We won't go into too much detail, because there's some really good reveals and good moments. But yeah, yeah. yeah I thought it was amazing. And yeah, so I was... I wasn't sure. I was actually asked to screen the premiere of it at my film club mm. and I talked to the Prince Charles Cinema and they said, look, there's events each year, like Horror Fest, that's the only place that independent horror films really do particularly well. And they said, we generally don't take too many independents because it's a niche market. The people who are into it are really into it, but there's so many of these small independent horror films, the quality varies hugely. Oh, man, so it really does. Because of the caution on that, yeah. and you're a massive fan of yeah, a lot yeah. of, of horror, because of the caution on that, I was like, ah, it probably isn't that good. And I tried to catch it a few times in the, in the cinema, but couldn't. Um, and then as soon as it was on, it was available on Sky On Demand. Yeah. I bought it and um, was so annoyed I'd left it that long. It's yeah, fucking yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I, and, and like, although it's horror, it's not, it's, it's difficult to completely put it into that genre. It reminds me a really me a good of indie movie. Like, Submarine and things like that because it yeah. had it just had a real indie movie feel, <clears throat> but it happens to be a horror. Um, but yeah, I loved that. Um, the third one I want to talk to you about, I don't think either of you have seen, is Daddy's Home. Have you seen that? Well, no, is that a blue movie? No, or? it's I watched it the other day. <laughs> I watched it the other day. Sounds a bit special. I watched it the other day, and I hadn't given it much attention. It didn't get a lot of hype, but I was like... Dead the, so. It was like the leads... 
are Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Oh, right. And as it's well yeah, established, yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking love Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I'm obsessed yeah, so with him. I. I think he's absolutely hilarious. I think he's great at action. I think he's got his finger in every pie. He produces things <laughs> like Boardwalk Empire. He's like a boss. Um, and Will Ferrell is great, and I love the other guys. I thought they were both yeah, amazing yeah. in that. So I popped it on, again, with, with low expectations, and there were numerous bits that it was weird because it felt like the bits that were playing for big laughs, all right. And there was a few throwaway bits that I was just thinking about for ages and had me in tears. <laughs> so I wanted to I bring check it up it out because it's we always talk comic book movies or cool independent yeah, movies, yeah. and Daddy's Home isn't either of them. And people are probably overlooking it, but it slayed me. Like it's, it, I loved it in a similar way, and I'm not putting it up there with old school, but a similar way that I loved old yeah, school. That yeah, it's, yeah. There's, it's not big, it's not big or clever, but it's just stupid and funny. It's, it's got Hannibal Buress in it, who I absolutely love. Yeah, he's a fun. He's dude, great in it. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, that was that. Let's get on to, to TV now, Stu. What you you watching anything? Mm. Before I get on this, I, neighbours. I'm a little bit behind everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've just smashed um, Casualty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hobby City. Sorry, yeah. Um, no, I've just literally watched Peaky Blinders. Oh, it's oh, great, so isn't it? good. And uh, I'm watching the, the current series now, and each, it seems each series, I'm, I mean, from what we've just said, I can only assume that in series four, they're going to add Mark Wahlberg. Because in series two, they did Tom Hardy. Yeah. It was already amazing, <laughs> and then they had Tom Hardy, who's one of my favourite actors. Yeah. Series three, they go, let's add Paddy Considine, yeah. who's another one of my absolute yeah, yeah. favourite actors. It's like, yeah. are you tailoring this just to me? Yeah. Um, Series six, there's just going to be some fight moves that end up with Magic Mike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're going to drop Pony and he's just going to pull some moves. This is this under his bed. It's great, yeah, isn't um, it? It's amazing. Like, yeah. I, I literally smash both series and, and then I'm up to speed now and I'm just watching it as it's un- unravelling now. Yeah. Um, oh, just amazing. Like um, The performances, the Cillian writing. Murphy. Who's, it, your, who's your favourite? Cillian your favorite Murphy is character. just fantastic. Um, I quite like the... Is it Joe Cole, the younger brother? I was going to say, the younger oh, brother. He's right. good, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I think... Is he the young one that's still tough or the young one that's that's a book that's kind of keeps out of the business? The, the, the one that's a, a bit more of a wild card, not the yeah, one who's... Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one I was, I, was, I was thinking as well. I think he's great, yeah. yeah. He's cool, Where's dude, his cap yeah. a little bit more gangster and lopsided? Yeah, yeah. he does, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah I like Arthur as well. Yeah, Arthur's great. amazing. He's a bit nuts. There, I, no mean, I mean, he's got he's got his issues, hasn't he, now? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's one of the things that I've just started. Like, I've, I've watched a couple of episodes and was like, "Man!" and was, was setting my alarm an hour early so I could watch it before work. It's like because <laughs> that was one of the things that obviously I wasn't going to turn it down anyway. But got me most excited about yeah. a taboo is it's taboo, the same yeah. writer as right, yeah. Stephen Knight, who also wrote Locke, which I think is absolutely amazing. Yeah, and Knight loads Rider. of really good films. Um, yeah, but Peaky Blinders uh, is. Yeah, it's going from strength to strength. The first episode of this new series, I was a little bit, oh, this, I wasn't sure if it was going to work. Yeah. And then as soon as the second one was like half a I was like, yeah, they're... Can I just fact, stop you? Where, 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 where are we at? Because I've seen, I've only seen up to season two. I've seen season two. So, so we're... we're I haven't... M- I'm m- midway through season three now. Oh, God, right. I'm, on so TV I'm, at the moment. I'm missing out. Wicked. So um, I, I can't... Um, obviously, when this comes out, we're going to be further along in it. But the episode I just saw was the one, it's not giving anything away, but where, where Killian Murphy's had quite a beating. Right, hang on and, a minute. Is it 
Killian Murphy or Cillian Murphy? Killian or Cillian, I don't know. It's right, one or the okay. other. He's not here to defend himself. You'll so probably have him on the podcast say. at some point. And you, uh, Blind Boy from Rubber Bandits knows him and said if I'm in Ireland, he might be able I'll to sort totally it out. I'll totally so get him on. He's, I bet he's two an interesting sets, guys. Uh oh! Look at you! What's they're going all, they're on? They're all queuing. Stuart's family are queuing up outside the, while the door. While we're talking about Cillian Murphy, when I get back in a second, I want to talk about secret cinema. Yep. Oh, okay. Let's do it. So yeah, but basically in this episode, there's and it's still to come for you. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where Cillian Murphy's character gets beaten up, and it's one of the most simple but effective beatings I've ever seen. And we'll talk about it because I don't want to give spoilers. But the way he injures him, yeah, it's just so. It makes nice. you shudder and yeah. shake and... Oh, yeah. it's horrible. Um, whilst Drew's out there, let's talk about Preacher, because I know he... He'll get bored he that, watched it. Yeah, yeah. So Preacher is is one of our favourite comic books, right? Or um, It's one of my favourites. you know favorites. what? I read, it, I read it so long ago that when then it came back out, I, I thought, do you know what? I'm not going yeah. to re- try and re-remember it. And then that first episode was great because it all started coming and, back. And what's great about it is, because, again, it's always a risk, but it's been bought by... Um, s- s- Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who are massive fans of yeah. the comic. And the casting, they put J- J- Joe Gilgan, who I keep telling people he's agreed to come on the podcast. We're going to have one at some point soon. But they've got him as Cassidy, who's, which mm, is fantastic so casting. Good, yeah. And all of it, that first episode, every character, the first time they were on scene, in a scene, I was like, I don't think they've cast it right. <laughs> I don't think it works. Yeah. But equally, consistently, everyone, that by the time... It got to the end. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it's perfect. But what's interesting as well about it is is knowing beforehand that it's not it's not telling the story of the book. It's telling its own story yeah, it is, in, in yeah. that world, in that universe, in that realm with them characters. Which again is a wise move because comic books go on for for book after book after book after you book. Can't, you can't. You the, the thing is you can't you can't always accurately represent what's happening in a comic or exactly. a book. And the pacing like of a, a comic can be show. completely different mm. to the pacing of a TV show yeah, and things totally. like that. You need to get to points quicker or slower or whatever else, so you can develop a character in a different way in a comic book. You can easily have a panel that's just explaining who this character is on a TV show. That might not work or might look lazy or weird. So, yeah. I think it's great and I'm excited for more. And it's on Amazon Prime I want to push to people because a lot of people are saying, like, how can I watch it? It's not it's not on in the UK yet, but it's I on Amazon f- yeah, Prime. Yeah, yeah, so. which I forgot I had membership, so I've got to watch that all, straight off the bat. All over that. Have you watched anything else uh, recently? That's uh, the Green mind? Room was really good. I, I recommend that. that a, that's a film, isn't it? Yeah, like Aaron, one of our buddies, he he watched it twice. He liked it so much. I saw him mention yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw it, yeah, that's, it's still in the cinema at the moment. Um it looks good. I don't know much about it. Effectively, it's it? a band, a little sort of like punk outfit, um, end up getting um, cross paths with neo-Nazis and get stuck in the green room. At, you know, like normally oh, wow. if people don't know what a green room is. It's normally a room out back where band members chill out before they go on. Lovely. And uh, it's good. It's a tidy script. It's very to the point, really well filmed, jumpy, good. Not cliched ending. Yeah, it was it was dope. Really I like good. the sound of it. I'm gonna to have to check that out. Um, I'm looking f- forward to when I'm doing the book tour because now I'm doing it on my own. Um, <laughs> I, w- I, w- I went because I, w- I explained it at one point. It might have been me and Chris doing it, and he was going to come along and ask some questions. But I think they've got people in each venue to ask questions now. But I'm now excited because I've I've got this. Sounds like I'm doing an advert now, and they're not sponsors anymore. But I've got an Odeon Limitless card. I got it because they were sponsors. So 
that's seeing behind the curtain. Um, but I'm looking <laughs> forward to that because it means I'm going to be in a different town each day, which means yeah. I can just go to the, yeah, the cinema yeah, on my yeah, own each no, day and just yeah. watch tons of films. And it's mm. going to be in August when all the summer blockbusters are out. Yeah. So, mm. absolute heaven. Um, Bring me up the speech, perhaps I'll well, just disappear for a couple of minutes. Yeah, we all right. discussed stuff that you won't be yeah we watched we discussed a tv show called preacher we discussed a few different things um and you'll just have to listen to the podcast to find out what we slagged you off about okay um i don't want to can i get back can i go back to telly no yeah yeah. you can go back to telly but you can't go on to secret cinema yet because we're almost at the hour so we'll save that for the next one so in the next one we will discuss secret cinema we will discuss chris getting stuck in a lift for an hour <laughs> with four big black men um, oh, who, were, who were all all dressed up for a night out. That um, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's, an, it's another sexy movie. So yeah, um, <laughs> what TV? Um, eleven twenty two sixty three. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, I call I'm, it I call it a ninety six as an abbreviation. That's if it's just done there. add them all up. Yep. Or, and yep. Anyone listening, 11, 22, 63, add them up. That's 90. That before he comes 96. Mm. That's um, actually a Stu Mangan joke. Yeah. Uh, career low. Um, uh, but yeah, are you enjoying it? Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like James Franco. I think he's. I love James Franco's, and, just uh, his face. I love his stupid, squinty little eyes. He looks a little bit a little bit Jimmy Dean, though, I think. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit right. Jimmy um, Dean, but. Don't he know it? Yeah, um, yeah. Have you watched the, the, the roast of James Franco? No. I'm well, not, he's got the squintiest eyes ever I'm, in that. I'm, I'm not into to comedy roasts. In general, I find them a bit... I don't know. There's something about it I don't enjoy. Yeah. I think it's... there's. I'm always up, up up for harsh jokes, but a lot of the roast, time on them... American roast, at least where like, they just kind of like... They have to someone. get up and just yeah, abuse someone and take the oh, piss okay. and then abuse each other and all this. And I don't know. I'm always up for dark humour, for things going too far, but... The nature of these is there often can't be that much of a craft behind it. It's often say something really horrible. It's that guy. I always re- re- remember seeing the one that, uh, one of the ones that Steve O was on. And it, w- it wasn't oh, long yeah, after yeah. Ryan Dunn had died. Dunnard. And one of the comedians just said on that was like, um, was very, as everyone, you know, I thought the same when everyone heard that Ryan Dunn had died, you know, why couldn't it have been Steve O? Which wasn't even that funny and it, yeah. it just felt fucked and and the, and the look on his face he was genuinely yeah. like I mean that that was mm-hmm. like, it was like man this is oh. when people say oh too soon too soon and most of the time I'm like oh, whatever but yeah you sh- yeah that man I, it, it, it crumbled him I didn't enjoy it but um, yeah so James Franco's comedy roast though is brilliant because it is all Seth Rogen and a lot of his it's, it's um, what's his name Jeremy Hill sorry and all of these and then he comes out at the end because at the end of the roast they come out and do their own bit and he comes out with his squinty eyes and his wonky face and yeah I loved it but yeah I but I think in sometimes in films he can be a bit hammy and a bit Maybe. cheesy but in this because it's set in it's it's kind of an explanation for anyone every time have you tried explaining it to, to anyone because um, as soon as you explain to anyone, it sounds like the worst TV show ever. It sounds like uh, Back to the Future meets uh, what was the other thing where he went? Back a quantum leap. A quantum leap. Yeah. Um, but it's basically there's 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 a cupboard in a diner, and if he goes in it, he goes to what is it three years before the right. assassination of JFK, yeah. um, and the guy who's told him about it, if you go in there, you can stay as long as you want. And when you come out, it will be a second later in your world. Okay. Um, 
then if you go in again, it resets it. Uh-huh. So if you go in there and change stuff... So that's a bit uh-huh. like Grand Dog Day as well. Yeah, so kind of if you, if you go in there and change stuff, if you come out and there's Nazi flags in it everywhere, if you get straight back in, it goes back to how it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. And okay. like that. It's a Stephen King um, book. Yeah. It's a Stephen King book. And the, the thing he's doing is he's going in and has to try and stay there for these three years to stop the assassination assassination of JFK. Yeah. And that's kind of the premise of it is if stuff starts to go wrong... If you've been in there two years, how hard is it to then come out and know that when you go back in, you have to start again and wait them two years again and survive? Oh, so he kind of moves in next to um, and Lee Harvey Oswald, Oswald and stuff like that. And there's all bits and pieces that you know. It's, it's brilliant. I'm it's really, great. Really enjoying it. The thing I liked about did you ever watch the series The Americans? No, because that was set in the 70s or 80s, and it was a. Uh, a Russian family who were undercover in America as an American family. And it was a really good show, but what I liked about it was it was filmed like a 70s show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not in a cheesy right. way. It was, and I, I feel similar with this. I think mm, James mm. Franco works because it feels like yeah, yeah, a 60s TV completely, show. Completely. It, it can be a bit hammy and it can yep. be a bit long on some of the looks and the smiles because totally it feels like it's, it's made in that way. It yep. doesn't feel like it has to be as cutting and dark and yep. sharp as... As, as modern drama. Yeah. Um, and it's got some of that still because there's things like in it, he's always saying that, 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 that history tries to push back. So if you try and change too much, like if he's going somewhere to change something big, his car might break down or right, he'll crash okay. or something like that. And it'll, it'll be the, yeah. it'll, it, it'll be fate or whatever trying to keep it how it was. Right. And you can still get past that and find ways around it, but there will be a kickbacks, you know, so... That's yeah. an interesting concept. I've not seen the last episode because last episode last has, has been on and I haven't watched that night. yet. And again, Stu Mangan was saying it was absolutely amazing. It's, it's a weird one though because it's a series that I'm not going to sit here and say it's the best series I've no, seen. No, so no, it's no, amazing. No. But it's just really enjoyable. Yeah, it's good. Right. It's just a solid little... Yeah. The, end, the end of it's really sweet. It's quite nice. Yeah. Like, you know, without giving too much away, it is really sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, just on, on another TV show, which I've not seen... But um, third that's, person... That's going to be a good conversation. Uh, well, no. <laughs> I've had the third person come up to me today and say, have you watched it yet? And said it, and literally everyone said, I've just watched them See, all. That, that new Ga- one, Game, Game of Thrones. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Camping. Uh, camping. The new comedy. The uh, new time. Julia Davis comedy. No, I've not watched it. Sky Atlantic. A couple of guys from League of Gentlemen. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, and apparently everyone said, you like Nighty Night, didn't you? And oh, really? Is it good? Apparently, it's a bit oh. fucked up. And have, have you watched uh, Rovers? Because no. that's just started, and I had the guys who wrote it, um, David Earl, who's Brian Gittins, who we was <gasps> who was a key part of our drive home drunk the other night. I might oh, have to play a bit God. of Brian Gittins on the podcast. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's him and Joe Wilkinson wrote it, and it's got Craig Cash from the who was in the Royal, royal Family yeah. and the mum in the Royal Family as well. Sutan, and they're yeah. both in it. Um, and yeah, I've seen the first episode, and it was just really good fun. And it feels Man, I'm have to check that it out. It feels exactly like a few people have commented saying it feels exactly like After Hours and the Royal Family and all these yeah. ones that are exactly. But it's like, but in in a good way. Craig Cash wrote Royal Family, didn't he? he yeah, I wrote that with uh, yeah, and 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 After Hours. And yeah. again, that's what's, what's what's been interesting on this. It it feels to me as if as if he's been kind of sitting around because he also produced or directed. Sorry, I said after hours. Early doors was early the one doors, wrote, yeah. so not after hours. After, after, after hours, hours was Michael Caine. And- no, after hours is the series that came out on Sky One earlier this year, written by John Osborne. That Craig Cash, 
got made and produced and, oh, right. and put out. And that's that's the, the that's the one I was trying to think of there. But it seems like he sits around waiting for scripts that really suit his style of script. Because yeah. again, a, a lot of people have thought that this this Rovers is written by him. Yeah, I saw on the right stuff. I saw on the discussion. They're going first episode's great. It's you know classic Craig Cash writing and all this is like well, no, it's not because it's not. But yeah, yeah, it's good fun. But yeah, so camping. Sky Atlantic are kind of on point with doing a bit of the British yeah. stuff too. Yeah. Have you seen the new Partridge one that's on there? No, I've not got Sky. I've not watched it. I've recorded it and it's Partridge. It's it's a one-off one and something's happened. I think from what I saw on the advert, he's at some awards talk or something or some dinner and he says something offensive about poor people or gypsies. So <laughs> to try and win back his his respect in North Norfolk, he's going and working in like Asda and going and working in, in working-class places. Awesome. And, I need to see that. Yeah, and it's just Partridge doing that. Um, we will, on the next one, as I said, play you a bit of Brian Gittins, I think, because we were discussing this on the drive back, the fact that Gittins is a character s- similar to Partridge that I could listen to him do absolutely anything, anything and yeah. be anything, in tears yeah. of laughter. So we'll play a bit of that on the next one. Um, well, shall we wrap it up there? Is there anything else you want to quickly squeeze in before we... Um... Actually, I'm going to throw one in. Um, it's a question that that we asked. I went out for a posh meal the other day, and at the end of the meal, we were just d- discussing this. And it's just I just popped it on the list. Thought it might be a good one. Pop it on there. Death row, or what's your last meal? Because the reason I popped it on is I was quite embarrassed of mine, and I kept dodging it. And it was, you know, the people I was with were like, "You're not into this, are you?" And I, I then had to say, "Well, I am, but it's just mine isn't as exciting." Like they all had like. I'd have my nan's stew as a starter and it's this beautiful thing and she makes it and they had all these good stories. So what would anyone... I take it yours was like ice cream. Mine was... Mine... Dominoes. We could Dominoes. Order, no, I bet it's Dominoes. It's not, but we could order all of mine from the pizza rut across the road now because... Brilliant. Pizza rut, cheesy garlic <laughs> bread. <laughs> I fucking love it because you have to choose starter, main course and dessert. Oh, and pizza rut, cheesy garlic yeah. bread, absolutely adore. No, yeah. I'd just get a big well, stuffed crust pizza, just, just cheese and ham, yeah. extra cheese and it'd be... It's been genuine. So here. lovely. And then I'd have Ben and Jerry's as dessert. Just, I'd probably get a tub of chocolate fudge brownie and a tub of, of peanut butter cup and mix them together. And I'd get that chocolate sauce that goes hard as you, after you Ice squeeze magic. it on. Huh? Ice magic. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, and that's genuinely Serious, mine. And, yeah. and we were sitting there in this proper posh, it was a, a Rick Stein seafood restaurant. So it's proper expensive and proper posh, all with, you know, good expensive tastes. It was a load of actors. And um, I was like, the reason I was dodging it, I was like, oh, I can't really, I don't know. And just, just avoiding it. And then when they called me out, I was like, no, no, I will. I'm not dodging it because I can't, I just, I can tell you mine now or I can just get out my Pizza Hut app and show you mine as, as the last order <laughs> I made from Pizza Hut. But that would be my last meal. What have my, you got? What okay, comes mine's, mine's a toss-up. Right? One from, like, my mum, one of my mum's, like, roast dinners, like, when yeah. they're at their best. A Sunday roast is a good down. shout. Or... I mean, not your mum's. Um, you know, if you, if I was to say what is the food that I got addicted to for years, was uh, I got addicted to Nando's in a way that mm. defies belief. I think we calculated I'd spent four and a half grand on Nando's. That is insane. You've got to have goals in life, Chris. Yeah. I smashed them goals. I was royalty in Canary Wolf for Nando's. They, when did I, when you I, get I stopped a, going there... Did you get there, a Nando's they, card? Yeah, of course I did. I've had a... I, no, I, the, 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 the card. The black card. No, because he's got one. And he, I haven't got one. Well, didn't you have one for... Oh, no, you didn't have one. I got offered one. one. Yeah, you got offered one. So, yeah. I didn't take it. I didn't take it, and he knew how much I loved Nando's. I told you my story about But, but Nando's. Nando's 
I, I argued with Nando's on Twitter and they called me a liar. And I got really annoyed because I'm not a fucking liar. Um, I'd, I, I've never been that into Nando's. I'm now quite into it. And Chris has worn me yeah. down on it a, yeah, a little yeah, bit. It's all right. Fine. I enjoy it. He but, takes a lot of wearing down on any subject. But, so, someone said so, something about Nando's to me and said you should get a gold... I think someone had seen me in there or something like that. I said, oh, I should get, should get a black card. And I said, oh, I was offered one, actually. And I never got round to, to sorting it out. And they tweeted me saying, I don't make things up. <laughs> And I was like, excuse me? He's like, don't make things up. Who said like, that? Nando's? Nando's, yeah. And I was like, fuck off. But what had happened was, and again, I don't know if they've got a record of who they've offered or whatever, but um, Nando's were doing a stall. And if you're listening, Nando's, this is my explanation, because I didn't get into it on Twitter. I was like, I ain't going to justify myself on Twitter, but on a podcast, I fucking will, after a You've few more than after a few gins. Yeah. Um, so they were doing a stall, a Nando's stall at Camp Festival, and they asked me to, 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 to DJ there. And they said, in exchange, we'll give you a gold card. A black card, sorry, they're called, aren't they? And I ended up blowing it out because I had a few things on that weekend. And I was doing a lot at Camp Festival, Mm. but I didn't go for it. But that, for me, still counts as being offered a gold card, right? Or black Mm. card. They've said, would you like a black card in exchange for this? So that was all it was. It's not Mm. like I've got this big story and I turned it down because I'm too good for it. It was just I was busy and I didn't didn't take it. Well, I don't think they're... You know, I don't know what level of celebrity you need to be at to get one of them. Mm-hmm. But Brian Bellow come into my old office. <laughs> oh, this is the best. <laughs> Did I talk about this on the first podcast? No. No. Um, in my Brian old... Bellow of Big Brother fame. Yep. Um, in my old, old office um, in Basildon, um, he had a house around the corner. And uh, for some reason, I don't know how, I, I think I was walking across the car park to Sainsbury's once to get some lunch and bumped into him. And thought I'd say hello and, uh, and got chatting to him. And he was, he was a smashing fella. Uh, a really nice guy. And um, so that was at the end of the story. No, I was like, <laughs> come, come in the office and like, I meet, like, you know, my pals and that. So he's come up in the office and, and he, he met, like, the rest of the, the guys in the office. And they were like, hey, how you doing? You're blah, blah, blah. Like, and he went... I love that Brian Bellow just bowls around. The people I know, invite him into their offices like, like, yeah, all right, I'll come in the office. And, uh, <laughs> and he went... Oh, uh, what's everyone doing? And like, bear in mind, no one knew him and he didn't know anyone in the office. And he yeah. went, uh, who wants to go to Nando's? I've, <laughs> I've got a Nando's black card. Bitten his hand off. And I was like, what's that? And he went, I'll get free Nando's. And I was like, really? He went, yeah. And literally, like, everyone in the office was like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll go Nando's. <laughs> he was reveling this because he just got this card. Brilliant. So I was like, what's it look like? And he, he went in his wallet and he was like, shit. But I won't do a Brian Bellow impression, but in front of the rest of our office, he phoned his mum was like, <laughs> phoned his mum, <laughs> Mum, Mum, uh, I can't find me Nando's card. Can you have a look? So he got his mum to look around the house for the Nando's card. And, uh, and she was like, I've got it. And he went, because I don't think he could drive. And he was like, Mum, can you drive it over to this office, please? Oh, so nice. his mum drove over to the office with his Nando's card, and then we drove Brian Bellow, and we all had Nando's That's with great. Brian Bellow. What a beautiful love. Yeah. Right, Did it? his mum have Nando's with you? No, she, she wasn't even allowed out of the car. He took the card, oh. and, uh, and he took it for Nando's. That would be embarrassed yeah. by his mum. She, she just dropped and, the and car And do you know off. what? Whilst we talk about Brian Bellow, <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not an authority of, of information on Brian Bellow, okay. um, but obviously we all live in Essex. Like and and should we talk about this? Um, yeah. Um, Talk away. We're all from Essex, and he wrote 
the, the TV show, oh, didn't right, he? Yeah. Towie. Yeah. yeah. He, he wrote a... He a, came up with the original the concept. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they nicked that and stitched him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he got his payout in the yeah, end. he did. And, so uh, he's done right out of that. Good on think, you, Brian. Yeah, good Respect, son. But, um, yeah, the, the rest of The Only Way is Essex and the whole kind of thing that it's done for Essex. Yeah. Right? It's not been a what, good... Pissed on us. Yeah, like, what, what are your thoughts? Because, like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't like it. Only because everyone, like, I meet who says, oh, you're from Essex, and they're like, oh, Towie... And it's like, okay, fair enough. We, you know, we know people from that or been over there at some point or DJ'd or have mates had DJ'd or whatever over at some places like the Sugar Hut. We, that's not how we operate. As people probably have listened to this podcast, have probably listened. Yeah. And yeah, so it's, it's kind of a weird representation because I think that's such a tiny part of Essex. That's we're far, thing, we're far scummier than I mean, Towie. that's the thing that gets me with Towie is it's not inaccurate. It's not a lie. But Essex is a big place, and that's one small, small area of it, as mm. you said. So it's not really, it's not really accurate, and, and largely because the majority of Essex I've grown up in and lived and known has been poor and rough, yeah, and not yeah, this kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. fancy. In in a way, it's painting it as a far more affluent place, than, Aff- more affluent. Than but in the, in the poor suburbs we live in, a lot, a lot smarter dudes yeah. do that. Yeah, definitely. And, no, dudes and, and, and some and fucking know. idiots still. Oh yeah, loads idiots of idiots in a nastier yeah, yeah. way as well. I've grown up around tons of nasty idiots there was in yeah. fact there was i was on set um doing taboo and i got a text saying it, it was actually the night that <laughs> that's stephen graham and rob parker who i adore he's a rugby player he's in taboo he's a great guy i'm gonna get him on the podcast soon he's just yeah he's a wonderful human they both stayed over mine in essex um in stanford and that night there was a shooting in stanford yeah and a bloke just was in a van and someone walked up shot him it's all been mysterious they've not revealed any names and said it was life-changing injuries and all that kind of thing. but that's the essex again no, it's well, not all like that but that's the kind of essex no definitely that, yeah but yeah you, know, it's, it's you rough, look at like rough, and, and you know chafford hundred is a is a very apparently affluent area of greys isn't it in, in essex mm-hmm. where you know mm. people people aspire <laughs> living and yeah. two weekends ago front page of the daily mirror i believe like um acid attacks on on five really? lads and, and acid attacks. Yep. Yeah, one kid's blind. Oh and, man, uh, not Ockenden Station. And, uh, and and two lads stabbed at, at Chafford Hundred as well, like in the last few weeks. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's not all fake tans and uh, and fake breasts and big smiles, is it? It really it's, isn't. Uh, no, we can't. We haven't got there yet. I mean, right. Well, let's end it on that s- solemn note. Sorry. Guys. Um, are we going to have a couple more drinks in the next podcast? I want to talk about. I've just got a note here of Chris's bad day. Um, so that's a good note. <laughs> I want to talk about Secret Cinema. Um, I want to talk about the world record I broke. I want to talk about the Bammer event that we went to. Yeah. I want to talk about the Brian uh, Wilson gig Stu didn't go to. Um, <laughs> I want to get into some heavy stuff. I want to talk a bit about G- G- George Zimmerman because um, okay. I did a post about him that actually offended a few people because I just posted a picture of him. I can't remember the exact words. But it was something like fuck cunt or total cunt or it was using the c word and that was with no ever further explanation but we'll talk about that um i want to talk about heyday 2 oh for fuck's sake uh, <laughs> and numerous other things i've got some notes here from when we did the birmingham uh, uh, lizards and i was drunk so i don't know what they are i've got one that just says <clears throat> and i'm going to end on this so don't give any comment because i'm just going to end on these two statements i've got one that says stew djing in dartford and one that just says Stu, comma, Stanford, comma, sexual assault. So, 
Tune in in mere moments for part two of the Distraction Pieces podcast. Thank you for downloading, subscribe, etc., etc. And we'll also plug Redshift in the next one. So let's get on to that. See you in a bit. Now, you're probably thinking, that didn't get that messy, but it it gets a lot messier. This is episode one. Obviously, we go into episode... We didn't know how many we'd do. It ended up being four. Yeah, part two is going to be up at midday. Thank you all for subscribing and spreading the word. Um, If you clip... If you're on iTunes and you do automatic download then these ones in particular, as they're coming out at kind of erratic times, will just appear on there, so it's nice and easy. Um, thank you for tuning in. I will see you all in, I mean, at midday, so y- you might already have part two downloaded, in which case I'll see you in a moment. <laughs>